Hello, welcome back to the Unfuck Yourself podcast with me, Allie. Okay, we have the full setup going here today. I finally set up my podcast mic. (laughs) For me to actually start this podcast, like over about a little bit over a year ago, I was just like, I just have to start. Like if I... I can't wait for myself to feel like setting up all the microphones, all the things and all the things that you need to make it sound good. Like I just needed to start. (laughs) So (laughs) I was just recording this podcast on voice memo, like the voice memo app on my laptop for this whole entire time now. And we finally have a mic set up today. And the funny thing is, is I had these mics like the whole time. And then Justin just got like a really cool advanced mic that I'm currently using. But um, I had podcast mics the whole time. I just didn't have the drive or want in me to set it up. So I was like, okay, well, if I want to get a podcast out, it's just going to have to go out through voice memos for now. But we finally have, we finally have a really good mic. So bear with me. Maybe I'm talking too close to it. Maybe I'm too far. I don't know yet. I won't know till I listen back on this, but at least we have some good sound quality for from now on. Today on the podcast, I am bringing you two of the main reasons, if I could guess, why you feel like the inner work isn't working, why you feel like the brain reprogramming work isn't working, why you feel like you're meditating, doing the breath work, you're journaling, you're going to the courses, you're reading the books, maybe you're going to ayahuasca ceremonies, I don't know what you're doing, but maybe you're doing all of this stuff and then in your everyday life, you still feel how maybe an older version of you used to feel or you still respond according to a uh, wounded version of you from the past or your nervous system still feels the same. And you may feel really, really good and empowered when you're reading the book or watching the course or uh, listening to the talk or in the ceremony or in the this, that, the, that or the other thing or in your meditation, but then you get into your everyday life and you're like, eh, yeah, I still feel like shit. I'm going to give you two reasons of why that is happening, and then we're going to talk about how to reverse it. Okay, number one, have you ever heard someone online or in a course you take or whatever say, shift your perspective? After this podcast, I also made a TikTok too explaining this first topic that I'm going to start on. So I'm going to add in the audio from the TikTok here. Also, it's about like a three minute TikTok to make the rest of what I say about topic number one make sense. Beef with the self-healing world when it comes to having a perspective shift. And this is coming from someone who very much has a brand in business in the self-healing world. I understand perspective shifts, but there's a reason you had that perspective in the first place. If you try and push the original, more limiting perspective down, the name of love and light and peace, you're not getting rid of what caused the original perspective, more out of alignment one, if you will, just shoving it down and it still will exist within you. And it's only a matter of time until it resurfaces again. Not only that, it will continue to manifest and create your reality as long as it's being emotionally held onto and stored in your body. Yes, perspective changes are helpful and useful, but only after the root emotion has been detoxified from the body that caused the not useful perspective in the first place. For example, being stuck in traffic. Most self-healers of the world would say the not so helpful perspective is, ah, so annoying, I'm stuck in traffic again. And they would tell you, oh, love and light, have a perspective shift of how amazing it is to be stuck in traffic. 
and maybe that perspective shift they would tell you to have is, oh, how amazing is it that I have a car? How amazing is it that I can use this time to catch up on a podcast I wanted to listen to, listen to a good book, call a friend or family member. I agree is helpful and great, but by just shifting your perspective without healing the root cause, which is you're annoyed, is not really going to do anything because that annoyance is still going to be there. You're not annoyed that you're in traffic. The annoyance is coming out then, but the annoyance that's within you is much deeper than that. Shifting your perspective without identifying the annoyance that's within your energy system is literally spiritual bypassing. Before you know it, that annoyance will continue to resurface more and more and more. You're not annoyed because you're stuck in traffic. You're annoyed because you probably feel stuck in life and the traffic is just a physical manifestation of that. You know what I'm saying? It's much deeper than just being annoyed about the traffic. It's not the traffic making you annoyed. The annoyance is already within you. And with whatever situation this is going on for you in, that needs to be identified, acknowledged, and detoxified and removed from your energetic system, your body, your emotional system before the perspective shift. Or else it will literally keep manifesting in to your life, taking over your emotional well-being. Then once the core root of the annoyance has been acknowledged and paid attention to and purged and released from your body, you're going to just have a natural perspective shift. Using this example of traffic, you literally just won't be annoyed that you're stuck in traffic because you won't feel stuck anywhere else in life because you would have acknowledged that and healed that last time you were annoyed that you got stuck in traffic. Perspective shifts are great, but a lot of times I see them being used as just spiritual bypassing. Shifting a perspective in the name of be positive or love and light or find peace won't work if you're using it to bypass the core root of the emotion that's getting brought up in whatever situation you're in. I did a full podcast on this whole concept. It's called Unfuck Yourself Podcast. It's on Apple Spotify. You can go listen to it if you want. You know where to find it shift your perspective. And I understand perspective shifts, but there's a reason you had the first perspective in the first place. So what happens is that you'll be like some, or someone will be like, you need this perspective shift, like shift your perspective to this. Okay. So uh, maybe let's say uh, you have a perspective of the belief that, oh my God, nothing ever works out for me. And then maybe you're online scrolling and you see a video that says, shift your perspective to see how everything works out for you. And uh, you're like, okay, yeah, that's great. So you shift your perspective and uh, then you start to try and see how everything is working out for you. But what happens and what my beef is with people telling you to just shift your perspective is you had that perspective in the first place for a reason, from a limiting belief, from a wound, from the past that created this belief within you. And then that belief created a reality within you where you're continuing to prove back to yourself how nothing works out and everything's hard and X, Y, Z. So if you try and push and bury that perspective in the name of peace and love and light and everything works out for me, you're not getting rid of what caused the out of alignment perspective that you're shoving down in the first place, like it's still existing within you and it's only a matter of time until it resurfaces itself again. So not only will that, uh, not only like that's, that's going to continue to manifest into your reality as long as it's still being emotionally stored and held onto within you. So yes, perspective changes are important and I'm all about a perspective change and they're incredibly useful. Like I do them all the time, 
But only after the root emotion has been detoxified from the body that caused that like not useful perspective in the first place. Because what happens if there is this deep, deep, deep rooted belief within you that nothing works out for you and everything's hard, then uh, just going, oh, perspective shift, everything works out for me. That's it's not going to stick because you're just consciously telling yourself that, but your subconscious is reprogrammed to literally believe and find ways that things don't work out for you because that's been your belief for so long. So when I see these videos of like, oh, change your perspective to this, love and light, blah, 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 I have a little bit of beef with them, I'm not gonna lie, because it's almost giving this false information, they're skipping a step. Yes, I agree with perspective change. Yes, I agree with seeing how things are always working for you. However, we can't forget about the in-between step of diving deep into why we even have that belief in the first place. Because until we address that, it will continue to resurface and manifest itself into our lives. The love and light, like I only want to be love and light and peace. It doesn't work until we address the darkness within us, the wounds within us. Because if we just kind of push them down, oh, perspective change, love and light. I'm scared of my dark thoughts. I'm scared of my limiting beliefs. I'm scared of these things. We're not actually allowing them to come out and purge and leave and detoxify from our system, mentally, energetically, emotionally, physically, spiritually. We're not allowing them to leave and detoxify. Therefore, they are continuing to sit in our systems and our energetic systems and it's building up and it's building up and it's building up and then it's building up and now it's all the way to the top of your head and there's not much room to reprogram the new more empowered ways of thinking feeling being and living because you have all this old stuff that you're trying to shove down in the name of love and light and peace and if you're trying if you're saying like oh i just want peace i just want peace like it's that you're missing the point. Like you're the only one who can give yourself peace, right? I also have a little bit of beef. <laughs> this may be controversial and I may get some people, you know, annoyed, but that's what I tend to do a lot. <laughs> so uh, I also have some beef a little bit with people who are like telling you to leave every single thing in your life that doesn't give you peace. Because here's what happens with that. If we are running away and blaming our lack of peace on the external reality, then we are literally single-handedly taking our power and giving it away to our external reality, the people around us, the situations around us that we feel are stealing our peace to free for, for free. So what's happening is you're getting told online to leave any relationship, leave anything, leave your job, leave all these things that don't bring you peace and go find peace. Peace can't be found. Peace is created from within. And the ultimate flex and the ultimate hack is to be able to feel peace within you no matter what. And energy is not created or destroyed, okay? It just changes forms, which means if you're running away from one situation where you don't feel peace and where you can't cultivate peace on your own, you're going to then manifest that same type of situation, that same type of feeling come up in the next situation that you run to. Because the goal, you can't outrun energy and you can't hide from the universe. You can't (laughs) like outrun the universe. 
and the universal laws. So if you don't feel peace within you, we don't manifest and create in our life what we want. We manifest and create in our life how we feel. So if you don't feel peace within you now, going to the next job isn't going to bring you the peace. You bring you the peace. If you don't feel peace, every situation that you go into that you're running to the next from the old one that didn't bring you peace, you're going to still not find peace because peace is cultivated from within. It is not found in something external outside of you. It is created within you. And the real emotional mastery is to be able to be in a fucking chaotic shit hitting the fan situation and feel immense peace within yourself. Have a regulated nervous system, have a mastery over your emotions while shit could be literally hitting the fan around you. That is the fucking emotional mastery flex that I don't know about you, but I really desire to have and continue to create. Sometimes I'll hear people be like, oh my gosh, I just want to go live in the forest or in the woods or in the jungle and just be away from people and be away from things. And uh, I uh, need to get out of the system. I need to get out of the system. I need to get out of the matrix. I need to go find peace. And I'm like, oh my God, you realize like if you can't cultivate peace now, you won't be able to cultivate peace there. Something will happen where you also can't find peace there. I had a student in my Unfuck Yourself Academy live Q&A tell me, Allie, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I literally blocked everyone from my life because they annoy me. And I literally haven't left the house in weeks because the out, people on the outside annoy me. And I've been meditating and I've been doing breath work and I've been just sitting in my house. And now all of these little gnats are flying in my house and they're so annoying. <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. You can't outrun being annoyed. You can, she's, this girl literally told me she locked herself I love her, by the way. She told me she locked herself in her house because people were annoying her, because things were annoying her. And so she locked herself in the house and just meditated and just did breath work and, uh, <laughs> and just avoided like the outside world because it annoyed her. And then she manifested all of these like gnats in her house, annoying her in her house. And I'm like, exactly. You cannot outrun your energy, your own energy. You cannot run the universe. You cannot run the lessons that your higher self is trying to get you to learn. Anything on the outside that is irritating or annoying us or, or making us feel a certain way or not bringing us, quote, peace, like our higher self and our soul fucking love that. They love it, okay? And they want you, obviously, unless it's, unless it's an abusive situation, that's a different story. You obviously leave that and figure out like the lessons later. But if something's just annoying or it's just like not bringing you peace or it's like bringing up old wounds of self-image or, or old wounds from childhood or that kind of thing, we're, we're told like, oh, be a bad bitch and leave it. And you tell, you show them that they don't bring you peace and you're going to go find it. It's like you're, 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 you're losing, you're losing the game by doing that. And you're going to spend a long, long, long time searching for peace until you realize like, oh, it was always available within me. I could always cultivate it within me. And I've seen people blame their partners and blame their friends or blame their job for a lack of peace within them. And they go to the next person and they still feel lack of peace. They go to the next person, they still feel lack of peace. They go to the next job, they still feel lack of peace. They go to the next job, they still feel lack of peace. And so on and so forth. And it's not the other people. It's not your job. You are the common denominator of not feeling peace or not feeling whatever it is you desire to feel. 
you are the common denominator. And it's not about blaming yourself. It's about taking radical responsibility because once we take radical responsibility, that's when we can get a grip and full control of our life. If we can take radical responsibility for the things showing up in our life that we don't maybe love so much, The second we take radical responsibility for the shit going on is the second we take our power back. And the second we take our power back is the second we can create our life to the way that we actually desire for it to be. And that is the ultimate emotional mastery. So I have beef with even these like uh, therapists, whoever's online telling you to leave the relationships and leave the jobs that don't bring you peace. It's like, no, heal within you, heal that sense within you that you can be literally anywhere. She could be blowing up five feet from you and you could still snap your fingers and create that feeling of peace within you. That is the true emotional mastery. And that's why you feel really, really good reading the books. You feel really, really good going to the retreats or going to the ceremonies or going to the courses or the things or the X or the Y or the Z. And then you get back into your life and you're like, fuck, how do I access that feeling again? Because you haven't been taught how to take the actual feeling of peace and actually implement it into your own nervous system, into your own subconscious mind. You're just taught and told to just like leave anything that isn't bringing you peace. And then you're like, wait, I did that and I still don't feel peace. What's going on? You know? And then you think you're like, you're spinning your wheels being like, wait, I'm doing all this work. I'm going to all the courses. I'm going to all the things. I'm reading all the books. I'm doing all the meditations. I'm doing all the breath work. Why, when I get a little bit triggered, I immediately don't feel like I can access that peaceful feeling. I immediately want to like leave everyone in my life and break up with my relationships and, and leave my friends and leave my job because you haven't been taught That's why that happens because you haven't been taught to actually have an emotional mastery where they like shit is going on around you and you can actually like calm your nervous system in the moment. So that's one of the reasons why maybe for you things aren't shifting as fast because you've been taught to just, oh, have a perspective shift. Have a perspective shift. Love and light. I just want to feel love and light and peace. And it's like, okay, that's, we can go do that. However, we're missing a step. We are missing a step. And that step is actually allowing that darkness, the limitations to come up and actually sit with them and love them. Love them. They're not bad. Nothing's bad or good. These things are here to help you. Our soul chose every single thing about us, yes, but also every single situation, circumstance, and event in person we were going to go through and be around and, and experience. Now we're even going to give us limiting beliefs. Our soul chose the limiting beliefs our human self was going to pick up on and embody (laughs) on purpose for a purpose to help us. So let's like fall in love with the darkness and the limitations because they're all here to help us and we can't outrun them. And if we like try to just suppress them in the name of love and light and peace, they're still there and they're still creating your reality because our reality isn't created because of what we want. It's created based on how we feel. So if deep down those feelings are still there, they're creating your reality still, no matter how many books you read, no matter how many events you go to, no matter how many times you listen to a podcast, no matter how many times you hear some motivational speaker yelling at your face, giving you a temporary high, 
you're not reprogramming your neural pathways in your subconscious. And so that's why things aren't actually shifting. And that's why it's temporary when they do shift or when you do feel better. That's why it's temporary. And that's why you are needing to rely on these other things, books, podcasts, whatever, to feel better, right? So maybe you don't need to rely on alcohol or drugs to feel better, but maybe you're still relying on podcasts, books, someone yelling at you motivational things or whatever to feel better. And all these things are great and tools, but we never want to create this like complete reliance on things to feel better. We want to be able to be in a fucking shit storm and get ourselves emotionally balanced and be able to actually use the tools that we have been learning. So for example, if you have a belief that nothing works out for you, instead of just going, oh, everything works out for me, before you make the perspective shift, which obviously we need to do, but there's a step that we miss. And that step is, okay, why don't I feel like everything works out for me? Like who told me that? Oh, maybe my mom told me that when I was like five. I don't know. Like I'm making this up as I go, but like who told me that? And where did that come from? Is And is that ultimately true? And how is this helping me that I feel this way? And, uh, and why like, uh, is this not uh, necessary anymore? How did this help me and how can I release this now? Like allow yourself to feel it and let it come out. And then like let it come out and then ask yourself, is this ultimately the truth? And like it never is. Once it's out, there's actual room in your energy field to then reprogram shit. But you can't reprogram shit in your neural pathways and in your subconscious mind if it's still filled with all this shit that you're ignoring and you're trying to suppress down in the name of love and light. Fuck love and light and peace. <laughs> like, fuck it. I'm sorry. But like, I, I disagree with all of it, with all of it. Feel the darkness, feel the depths of your limiting beliefs and allow them to come out and sit with them, recognize them, and then and then start to talk yourself like uh, down off a ledge of them, right? And once you feel like, okay, those that's not actually true anymore, you've purged it from your body. And now, and now there is room to go in and reprogram the neural pathways, to go in and reprogram the subconscious mind right? If you're just doing a perspective shift, you're talking to your conscious mind, but not your subconscious. And our conscious mind and our subconscious mind, they don't, they don't speak the same. They don't communicate. So we can't just go like, oh, perspective shift. Everything works out for me without actually like purging the, the feelings and beliefs that it doesn't. And then uh, on top of that, we will have to start to prove it to ourselves how it does work out for us. And that's how you're actually reprogramming your neural pathways, reprogramming your subconscious mind. Our mind likes things that are familiar. Our mind likes things that are familiar. So whatever belief we have, whether it's helping us or being detrimental and annoying, our mind is constantly scanning the life around us, looking for things to prove that to be true. It's going scan, 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 beep, 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 looking for things to prove that whatever we're thinking is true because our mind just likes familiarity, familiar things. So if I have a belief that nothing works out for me, my mind is now scanning 
other ways to prove that it doesn't work out for me, right? Oh, there wasn't a parking spot. Oh, I waited in a long line and I'm feeling like it doesn't work out for me. But if I truly have a belief and it's ingrained in me and I've worked on the belief and I've built it into my neural pathway that everything always works out for me, maybe I still don't get the parking spot, but my mind automatically goes to, oh, good, because I wanted to walk more today. So now I get to go to, I get to walk farther to get inside the store. Or if I have to wait in the line, my mind's now going, oh my God, this is working perfect for me. Now I can answer the text that I haven't been able to answer. I haven't had the time to answer, right? The same, the same exact scenario could be happening and I could have a completely different perspective on it because of the way I've decided to reprogram my mind. But we can't have the perspective shift effectively <laughs> and permanently without us looking in to that, uh, why we had that other perspective in the first place, right? Because we have those perspectives for a reason. So uh, like trying to bypass it or spiritual bypass it is just, I, I have so much beef with it. It makes me cringe. I'm not about the spiritual bypassing life. I'm not about the love and light and peace and until we do the work on like to actually get there authentically, not just suppress things that we don't want to feel and act like, all we want to feel is love, life, and <laughs> love, life. Oh my God, love, light, and uh, peace. Or like, uh, once I had someone tell me, like, I just want peace in my life. Like, you don't bring me peace. Like, telling me that I don't bring them peace. Like, and I'm just existing. Like, I literally am just existing. I'm like being me. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, it is the. It is not my responsibility that you don't feel peace right now, right? And so to flip that, like if I would ever feel like someone wasn't bringing me peace, it is not their responsibility to bring me peace. It is my responsibility to uh, be able to recognize, okay, what is this person bringing up in me? How do I feel like they're being, okay? If they're not bringing me peace because I feel like they're being um, selfish, then I have to ask myself, like, where do I feel like I'm being selfish or where do I have a problem with being selfish? Because being selfish is beneficial for everyone, right? Sometimes. So maybe I, and this is a true story, I, I used to have a problem with being like selfish. Like I used to feel like I wanted everyone else to be good and I didn't really like, I would put myself on the back burner so like I would get mad at people who didn't put themselves in the back burner. And if I would then decide that that didn't bring me peace, it's not the other person's fault, right? That's my own thing. It's my own thing. So that is the number one, one of the reasons out of the two I'm going to go into today of uh, why things may not be shifting. Perspective shifts are great, yes, but we can't skip the middle step of actually purging and detoxifying that first perspective in the first place. Because the perspective that is limiting or that is perceived as limiting is showing us where we are out of alignment according to uh, something that we desire to have, right? So if I desire to have millions and millions and millions upon millions of dollars, but I have a belief of uh, I'm broke instead of just going, oh, perspective shift, I'm abundant. <laughs> I have to actually, that's not helping me because that's, that's uh, my subconscious feels broke and then my conscious is going, no, I'm abundant. But consciously, those things don't stick as our subconscious that runs our life. Our subconscious runs our life. So I can't feel broke and then just go, I'm abundant, I'm abundant, I'm abundant. It's not gonna work. 
it's not gonna work. If I feel broke, instead of going, oh, perspective shift, I'm abundant, I'm going, okay, that's interesting. Why do I feel that way? What, uh, who taught me that? Why, why am I telling myself this story? And uh, how can I actually start to shift instead? But these perspective shifts, they're not the perspectives that feel limiting, they're, they're here to help us get what we desire. If I desire millions upon millions of dollars, but I feel broke, it's good that's coming up because it's showing me, oh, this emotion does not match where I want to go. Let me shift it. Let me actually heal the wound within me. If I immediately just go, oh, perspective shift, I'm, I'm abundant. I'm ignoring that wound within me and that wound will continue to dictate and manifest my life. But if I actually deal with the wound and then I actually shift my perspective to I'm abundant, but not just shift my perspective, shift my brain, shift my neural pathway, shift my subconscious. How do we do that? Remember how I said our subconscious scans the room? Our brain scans the room for familiar things to prove to be true, whatever we're believing to be true. So I could be going, I'm abundant or everything works out for me or whatever it is. I'm abundant, I'm abundant. Then I'm scanning for things that make me feel abundant. Well, I'm staring at a thousand dollar more than a thousand dollar phone right now. I've, uh, I'm talking into a mic right now that costs money. I'm looking at a uh, over $2,000 computer right now. I'm uh, wearing X amount of dollars. I'm living in X amount of dollars. I'm driving X amount of dollars. Like you'll start to see proof of how you're abundant. I'm abundant in fucking air. I'm breathing air. I'm abundant in sunlight. I'm abundant in trees. I'm abundant in grass. I'm abundant in whatever. So you start to see, and now you're actually reprogramming your brain. You're actually rewiring your, your neural pathways, okay? Which then are correlated and linked to your subconscious mind. And you're starting to prove this perspective shift to yourself. So just a perspective shift doesn't work because that's just an affirmation. And affirmations don't work because it's just talking to your conscious mind. You've got to talk to the subconscious. How you do that is prove it to yourself and train your brain to continue to prove it to yourself every day, all day. This is something we really dive deep into in the Unfuck Yourself Academy. So you can get on the wait list for that. Well, we will um, put it in the show notes. I also have a free five-day worship. It's called Get Unfucked, where we dive into this a little bit more. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Now, the second reason, the second reason why you may be holding yourself back from things not shifting or working as fast as you may like them to is... Now, real quick, before we get into that, I am hosting a retreat. It is called the Revitalize Retreat. It is three days in April, April 12th, 13th, and 14th with optional extra bonus day on the 15th to come skiing with me, my team, and anyone else who wants to join. Now, this retreat is all about becoming your own intuitive healer. A lot like we're talking about in this episode, how to actually reprogram your neural pathways, how to heal yourself from the inside out and become your own authority. I mean, how many times have you been scrolling on TikTok? One person says eating meat's good for you. The next person says eating meat's bad for you. The next person says taking this supplement's good for you. The next person says that supplement's bad. One person says this face cream's amazing. The next person says that face cream makes you break out. And then you just go get so fucking overwhelmed. You're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like everyone's giving me a different review. Like I don't know what to do. You get analysis paralysis, you give up, and then you don't end up shifting anything <laughs> that you were trying to heal or shift in the first place because you're too overwhelmed by all of these different ideas and opinions of what's gonna work and what's not. I used to feel that way. It's so overwhelming. And you don't have to because 
You, my friend, have a divine right to be tapped in to your own intuition, which is your own ultimate guidance system that is going to give you the 100% accurate information and truth of what's going to work best for you because there is no one size fits all way of living, thinking, being, or doing. And if you really want to hack the system, you can become your own intuitive. You can become your own healer. I have used my intuition to look at how to heal ailments in my body, to look at how to heal emotional traumas in my body that I've stored. I've used my intuition to heal all that. I use my intuition to pick my shampoo, to pick what I need to eat, to pick what workers I need to do to get my optimal fitness goals. And it's all highly effective and it all speeds up my timelines. And uh, I'm not special. Everyone has access to their intuition. We just haven't been taught how. So this retreat is going to teach you how. I am going to put the application and the sales page details in the show notes for you. And I hope to see you there. Okay, the second reason why things may be taking longer than you would like is because (laughs) you may be being like that woman at church on a Sunday who then two hours later is screaming at a manager (laughs) and then like has Matthew 318 in her Instagram bio, but then is trolling on your Instagram account like two hours after she just put her new Instagram bio, Matthew 318 in there. Let me explain. Okay. If you were to witness the person who goes to church, is praising Jesus, is being so pure and just sitting there like singing the songs and looking so peaceful inside. And then two minutes after church, she's like screaming, little Joey, get your fucking ass in the car. We're going to fucking be late to your dad's house. And then, oh, a little Southern accent came out in there. I don't know where that came from. (laughs) Or like... Or she's like yelling at the manager at a fucking Target. Or she's putting math through 318 in her Instagram bio and then trolling on your Instagram account and other people's Instagram accounts. And you're probably thinking to yourself like, okay, this woman is not, or man or whoever this person is not practicing what they're preaching, number one. And two, they are obviously, like their spiritual practices, they're not working, like they're not taking them with them and implementing them into their everyday life. And so you don't want to be one of those in the inner healing, manifestation, alignment work, intuitive healing, whatever world, trauma healing world, whatever world this is that we're in. (laughs) You don't want to be like that in this world because the equivalent of what I just talked about, that scenario in our world is going to all the courses, reading all the books, doing all the journal work, but then Two minutes after you do that, you're bitching and complaining to your friend about like the the opposite of what you just journaled, right? So let's use a belief. Um, I'm broke again, okay? If you're doing all this journal work and reprogramming your neural pathways and doing all this work around I'm abundant and starting to see and feel abundant and reprogram your brain to notice how you're abundant, and then two minutes after you do your journal work, you're on the phone with your friend bitching and complaining about how you're so broke, then your the journaling just was no p- fucking point because y- you didn't take the journal, you didn't bring it into your actual life. You didn't take the journal work, you didn't take the brain rec- reprogramming work and all the work that you just spent doing in the course and you didn't bring it into your actual life. You can't create like two worlds, like you can't outrun the energy, you can't outrun your own energy and you can't like lie to the universe You can't lie to the universe. So you can't be journaling, I'm abundant and proving to yourself how abundant you are. And then two minutes later, be bitching and complaining to your friend on the phone that you're broke and you can't go or that you're broke and you can't go do something or you're broke and it's annoying and you don't know how you're going to pay rent, whatever. You can't do that (laughs) because 
you're not then merging the worlds. You're not then practicing what you've been working on and actually taking it into your life because life is the work. Life is the meditation. Life is a ceremony. So you can't go meditate eight fucking hours a day, eight minutes a day, eight seconds a day, and not take what you have felt and learned from that meditation and implement it into your actual life. Because life is the meditation. Life is the work. Life is the ceremony. Life is the thing. And it, you're, you might be living two different lives. You might be living your life where you do the journal work and you go to the course, you listen to the podcast and you feel so good. And then you immediately go back to your actual reality and then you're going, oh, I'm broke, I'm this, I'm that. Well, your actual reality is what you're trying to shift. So uh, you're not, you, you can't like just go back to saying you're broke because then you're going to just stay that way. You're going to just continue to feel that way. Okay, we don't want to be the girl who goes to church and is like all like praising Jesus and all just like this holy pure thing. And then five minutes later is not taking anything that she learned from church and implementing it into her life. We do not want to be that way. And that is what could for sure, for sure, for sure be holding us back and wondering why we're doing the most, but we're not creating the results. And it's because you're not taking your journal and what you've shifted in there and what you've shifted in the courses and and you're not implementing them into your actual reality, into your actual life. Or maybe you're working through a belief of uh, like feeling like everything works out for you and really retraining your brain, rewiring your neural pathways, your nervous system, your subconscious mind to really understand that, to really have the belief and create the reality where everything always works out for me. Now, let's say you're doing that and you just get off an hour session or a course of doing that. And then five minutes later, you're bitching and complaining to your friend. Oh, it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working out. <laughs> you're not. You're living in two different worlds. And your journal world isn't your actual reality until you intentionally bring the journal into your reality. Your meditation world isn't your actual reality until you bring the meditation into your actual life, into your actual reality. I have had an experience where I have personally known people and they're posting on Instagram, like all of these like things of like healing and this stuff. And in their own life, they're like not doing any of it. They're not doing any of it. And they're wondering why like they logically know all these things, but like their life isn't a result of what they know. And it's because their emotions aren't catching up. Like you can logically know facts and things and how things are till the cows come home. You can logically know that you're abundant till the cows come home. You can logically know that things work out. But if you don't connect your emotions, your subconscious mind to that, then your life won't reflect that and you won't feel that way. And feelings is what creates our reality. We don't get what we want or what we know. We get in life how we feel. Feelings is what creates our reality. We don't get in life what we want or what we logically know. We get in life of how we feel. So you can know logically all the things and all the ways to heal and manifest and create the world that you want. But until you actually feel that way, it's not, you're, you're going to be at a loss. You're going to wonder why things aren't happening. And they're not happening because you logically know it, yes, but do you actually feel it? Not yet. If things haven't shifted like that. So 
So whatever belief that you are working on rewiring for yourself and creating a new reality around, that has to be like the living, breathing thing that you do all of the time, all of the time. Instead of like writing everything works out for me and then telling your friend two minutes later like nothing's working or making like a self-deprecating joke of how nothing seems to be working, how about instead what you look at what seems to not be working, you see how it's actually working for you, okay? Things always seem to not be working maybe, but they're actually always working for us. There was a time where I got my my car towed twice in a week. I got evicted from my apartment. I got a crazy lung infection. I got all this shit like hitting the fan of my life, like in a very short amount of time, like very, very short amount of time. The car was like towed twice in the same week, both like over $1,200 to get it back each time because one time I got repossessed because I couldn't pay for it. And the other time it got taken off the streets of LA because I had so many unpaid parking tickets that I also couldn't get paid for that finally they were like, fuck you, we're taking your car. (laughs) So each time like to get it back, I had to pay like all this money, which at the time was so much money to me because at the time I had $2 to my name, probably negative five. So that in itself to someone else would look like, oh my God, like that sucks. Like she's really getting her ass handed to her. Was it getting my ass handed to me? Absolutely. But was it working for me? Yes. Yes, it was because it was helping me expose the limiting beliefs around money that I had within me that were not going to get me to where I wanted to go. I wanted to be able to make money, a lot of it, through my business and through my life, through doing what I love to do. And I had beliefs within me from just growing up, just from getting programmed, that didn't support the amount of money that I wanted to make. So in order for me to make the amount of money I wanted to make, my higher self had to go, okay, we've got to get this girl to see these beliefs she has. How are we going to do that? Well, let's get her car towed many times. Let's get her evicted so she can gain trust in herself and learn and be under pressure a little bit to learn how to manifest money fast. I ended up being able to manifest $1,200 times two within like, so $2,400 within that week to be able to get my car back both times. And I like could start to see like, wow, I'm starting to have faith in myself to manifest money. I'm starting to understand how it works. It was working for me. So if you're bitching and complaining to your friend after doing your journal work that everything's working for you, you're telling your friend everything's not working. Instead of going and telling your friend and complaining, catch yourself and going, wait, I feel like things aren't working and that's okay. It's just like how I used to feel. It's interesting. And let's actually see how these things how I think they're not working for me, how they actually are and why I'm going to be so glad that they happened in the future. And automatically you can start to shift your perspective. But why things may not be working is because you're one person in your journal and you're another person in your everyday reality in life and you're maybe not like uh, living and embodying what you've been working so hard on learning. And it's really important we embody and emotionally connect because emotions are what creates our reality, not knowledge. And the same thing goes with this. How we actually emotionally connect to something is by proving it to ourself. Our subconscious and our brain, it likes things that are familiar. So if we're trying to connect to the belief that everything always works out for me, Your brain is going to be scanning the world around you to prove that back to you. 
Okay. So it's going to go scan, 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 beep, 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 beep. Oh, I got a parking spot. Everything always works out for me. Oh, that person held the door for me. Everything always works out for me. Oh, I was able to cut the line. Everything always works out for me. Even if, oh, there's no parking spots, but there's one in the back. Everything always works out for me. Why? Oh, I wanted to walk extra today. I'm getting more exercise today. Even if, oh, there's a really long line. I got to get in the really long line and it works out for me because I have so many unread texts that I have to answer. I have to call my mom or I have to do this and now I have time to. Or, oh, everything always works out for me. That person didn't hold the door for me. Now I can hold the door for the person behind me and make them feel good or whatever it is. So we can be living the same scenario But if you have a belief of it's not working out, you're going to see how the long line, the no parking spot, only one in the back, and someone not holding the door for you is not working out. But if you're creating a belief of how everything is working out, you're going to start to see things differently. And then you're proving it to yourself. The more you prove it to yourself, the more your emotions connect. The more your emotions connect, the more you believe it. The more you believe it, the more you feel it. That's what your reality turns out to be. And then it creates overflow. And now you just live your whole life where everything works out for you. And then we have a number three and our last one. And I just added number three. I only said I was going to do two, but I have a third one of why things might be, might be not working for you or shifting as fast as you would like them. Number three being we cannot solve a problem in the same frequency that problem was created. So We can't get more sales in business or make more money from a place of feeling like we aren't making enough money in our business or in our life, okay? Hear me out. We can't make more sales in our business from a place of feeling like we're not making enough money. So if I'm going, and I had to learn this the hard way because this is what I used to do. I used to go, I want to make more money. I'm not making enough. I need to sell things. And what would happen is the selling the things never worked out as I desired it to because I was selling things from the energy of I'm not making enough. And again, we don't create what we want, we create how we feel. So if I'm selling things from the energy of I'm not making enough, then we're going to continue to create the reality that we're not making enough. So I'm selling these things and I'm feeling still like I'm not making enough through selling these things. So We can't solve a problem from the same frequency that we created the problem in. Same thing with like feeling worthy. We can't solve the problem of not feeling worthy by trying to go out and reach for all these external things, career, business, money, relationships, whatever, that we think is going to bring us worth. Because we're going out and searching for these things because we don't feel worthy and we're trying to get these things from a place of not feeling worthy. So then we get these things and what these things do is they amplify how we already feel. They don't make us feel a certain way. They just amplify. Money, business, relationships, anything that you desire is going to amplify how you feel right now. It will not solve an emotional wound. It will not fix an emotional problem. It will not heal your sense of worthiness or your low sense of self-image. It will amplify it. So we cannot solve a problem in the same frequency 
of emotion that problem was created. We can't feel unworthy and then go out and try and feel worthy by grabbing at all these external things for validation because those things are not going to solve the wound. They'll put a temporary bandaid on it. Once that bandaid falls off, it's going to amplify the wound. I can't feel in my business like I need to make more money. I'm not making enough. I'm not making enough. I'm lacking, lacking, lacking. So I'm going to go put something on sale because I'm lacking. So I need to go make more money. But if I'm putting something on sale and and putting a product out because I feel like I'm lacking, I'm putting the product out from a place of lacking, that's going to amplify my lack. It's going to not sell well. And uh, Or I might even be out money. See what I'm saying? So in that case, instead of going, oh, I'm lacking, lacking, I would go, well, I desire to uh, up-level my financial income this month. I'm abundant here, 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 and here. Prove it to myself I'm abundant. Prove it to myself how I'm already just as abundant now as I would be if that product did really well, made a lot of money. I can feel just as abundant now as I would then if it made a lot of money. And uh, then when I'm in a place of feeling abundant, then I would put it on sale and then it's going to really work for me. With worthiness, let's feel worthy first, heal the self-image wounds first. We do a lot inside, do a lot of that inside of the Glow Formula program that I have and inside of Unfuck Yourself Academy. Let's heal those first and then we can go create the external things that we desire. But now we're creating them from an emotionally balanced place. So now our worth is not dependent upon them. And now they mean nothing about us. So now we also don't need them. And when we don't need something, we end up creating it quicker. It works all around the board. So what problems, ask yourself, what problems are you trying to solve from the same frequency of the problem? And that's why you feel like you're on a hamster wheel with it. Whatever problems you're trying to solve, but you're trying to solve them in the same frequency and emotion of that problem, they're going to leave you on a hamster wheel forever and ever and ever until the end of time, until you understand that you can't solve the problem from the same frequency that you created the problem in. You can't feel worthy from feeling not worthy. You can't feel not worthy. Go try to achieve an external thing to feel worthy and think that's going to heal your worthiness wound. Feeling worthy isn't even about like achieving feeling worthy. It's just about remembering that you already are. And by doing is some inner healing work with that. Right? Same thing with abundance. Like going out and trying to find money from a place of feeling lack, it will only amplify the lack until you can feel abundant with or without it. you won't feel abundant with it. I was digging for quarters in my car, you guys, quarters. I was digging for quarters in my car to put gas in it to get fucking home. I mean, negative dollars, all my credit cards were maxed out. My debit card was in the negatives, wouldn't like charge anymore, wouldn't allow it, the, allow, <laughs> wouldn't take the thing. The, the card reader at the gas station wouldn't take it. I had to crawl in the back seat dig for quarters to put in my car to get home in LA because I had no gas. 
And I felt abundant doing that. Do you get that? I felt abundant doing that. I was like, oh my God, I'm driving. It was like a Hyundai at the time. It was like a $15,000 Hyundai. I was like, oh my God, I'm driving in $15,000. I'm wearing hundreds of dollars worth of clothes right now. I'm uh, like finding quarters that are going to get me home. Like, holy fucking shit. I'm breathing air. Air is abundant. There's an abundance of sunshine out today. Okay. I got myself feeling abundant, digging for quarters. And from that abundance, I wasn't able to create actual physical money because money is just a byproduct of feeling like you have money, (laughs) feeling like you're abundant, of feeling like you uh, have an abundance of something. So do you understand that? Like you can feel something at any time. It's not about waiting for the thing to feel that because if you're waiting for it, the thing will never make you feel it. It will just amplify how you already feel. I've worked with many, many, many multi, multi, multi-millionaires who feel like they have zero dollars, who feel like they have no money, who are afraid they're going to lose it all tomorrow. They, they're terrified. They compare themselves to people who have more than them and feel like they don't have any. And so the money doesn't make you feel abundant. It doesn't heal you. I promise I've witnessed it firsthand. Witnessed it firsthand. You make you feel abundant. The things don't make you feel worthy. You make you feel worthy. And when you can finally get the grip on that, you'll be able to shift your life a lot faster. Because within a year, oh my gosh, I might cry. Within a year of me digging for quarters in my car to put gas in it, I believed in myself so much and believed in my brain to be able to show myself abundance so much regardless of how the external circumstances looked within a year of that I'm making six figures in my business and within a year and a half of that I was making multiple six figures because I decided that I was going to be abundant with all my credit cards maxed out with the 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 gas station not taking my car to declining and with me having to dig in the back seat for quarters to put gas in my car, I decided I was going to be abundant. And when I decided that, I took my fucking power back, you guys. I took my fucking power back and what I was able to actually create my physical reality as a result of that is like what, what I would look at as like a fucking miracle. But it's not a miracle. It is just a result. Well, I mean, everything's a miracle, but like, it also like anyone can do it at the same time. Like miracles can kind of sound like, oh, it can only happen to some people. No, it, 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 everything's a miracle, but it also wasn't a miracle. It was a result of me just deciding I was just abundant just because and proving it to myself through ways that the most people wouldn't see as abundance. And uh, that is fully possible for literally any person to do on planet earth. Like we all have the divine right to do that. So I hope you do. Okay. Those are my three top ways that probably you feel like you're doing all this work, but it's maybe not shifted in your physical life yet, or you haven't really seen slash notice a difference. Okay. Please let me know once you listen to this, post it, share it. I want to see that you're listening DM me, tell me how you felt after listening. And I want to hear 
all about it once again. We'll leave everything for you in the show notes that you need. And I am holding the Revitalize Retreat April 12th, 13th, and 14th with optional dates on the 15th, with an optional extra day on the 15th to come skiing with me, my team, and anyone else who would like to join. I cannot wait to see you there. And it is going to be a deep dive into becoming your own healer and immersing immersing yourself into this experience. So things that could take decades to heal, you're going to be walking out of there healed in three days. And I'm really excited about it. So I will hopefully see you there. We will leave all the details for that in the show notes as well. Okay, bye. Bye.